Section 55 of The Cloister and the Hearth. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Cloister and the Hearth by Charles Reed. Chapter 52. When she came down again, she was a changed woman. Her eyes were wet but calm, and all her bitterness and excitement charmed away. Dennis, said she softly, I've got my orders. I'm to read my lover's letter to his folk. Ye will never do that? Eh, will I? I see there is something in the letter has softened ye towards them. Not a jot, Dennis, not a jot. But an I hated them like poison, I would not disobey my love. Dennis, tis so sweet to obey, and sweetest of all to obey one who is far, far away, and cannot enforce my duty, but must trust my love for my obedience. Ah, Gerard, my darling, at hand I might have slighted thy commands, misliking thy folk as I have cause to do, but now didst bid me go into the raging sea and read thy sweet letter to the sharks, there I'd go. Therefore, Dennis, tell his mother I have got a letter, and if she and hers would hear it, I am their servant. Let them say their hour, and I'll seat them as best I can, and welcome them as best I may. Dennis went off to Catherine with this good news. He found the family at dinner, and told them there was a long letter from Gerard. Then, in the midst of the joy this caused, he said, And her heart is softened, and she will read it to you herself. You are to choose your own time. What does she think? There are none can read but her? asked Catherine. Let her send the letter, and we will read it. Nay, but mother, objected little Kate, mayhap she cannot bear to part it from her hand she loves him dearly what thinks she we will steal it cornelis suggested she would fain wedge herself into the family by means of this letter dennis cast a look of scorn on the speaker there spoke a bad heart said he la comrade hates you all like poison oh mistake me not dame i defend her not but so tis. Yet maugre her spleen at a word from Gerard, she proffers to read his letter with her own pretty mouth, and hath a voice like honey. Sure tis a fair proffer. Tis so, mine honest soldier, said the father of the family, and merits a civil reply. Therefore hold your wished ye that be women, and I shall answer her. Tell her I, his father, setting aside all past grudges do for this grace thank you and would she have double thanks let her send my son's letter by thy faithful hand the which will i read to his flesh and blood and will then to her so surely and faithful return as i am eli a Derek, a william a luke free burgher of turgo like my forebears and like them a man of my word ay and a man who is better than his word cried catherine 
the only one i ever did foregather hold thy peace wife art a man of sense he lie a dirk a chose a chose shouted dennis the she comrade will be right glad to obey gerard and yet not face you all whom she hates as wormwood saving your presence bless ye the world hath changed she is all submission to-day obedience is honey quoth she and in sooth tis a sweet meat she cannot but savour eating so little on't for what with her fair face and her mellow tongue and what we flying in fits and terrifying us that be soldiers to death and we thwart her and what we chiding us one while and petting us like lambs t'other she hath made two of the crawlingest slaves ever you saw out of two honest swashbucklers i be the ironing ruffian t'other washes what next what next why whenever the brat is in the world i shall rock cradle and t'other knave will wash tucker and bib so then i'll go fetch the letter on the instant ye will let me bide and hear it read will ye not else our hearts were black as coal said Catherine. so dennis went for the letter he came back crestfallen she will not let it out of her hand neither to me nor you nor any he or she that lives i knew she would not said cornelis wished wished said eli and let dennis tell his story nay said i but be ruled by me not i quoth she well but quoth i that same honey obedience ye spake of you're a fool says she obedience to gerard is sweet but obedience to any other body who ever said that was sweet at last she seemed to soften a bit and did give me a written letter for you mademoiselle here it is for me said little kate colouring give that here said eli and he scanned the writing and said almost in a whisper these be words from the letter hearken and sweetheart and if these lines should travel safe to thee make thou trial of my people's hearts withal maybe they are somewhat turned towards me being far away if tis so they will show it to thee since now to me they may not read then this letter but i do strictly forbid thee to let it from thy hand and if they still hold aloof from thee why then say naught but let them think me dead obey me in this for if thou dost disrespect my judgment and my will in this thou lovest me not there was a silence and gerard's words copied by margaret were handed round and inspected well said Catherine, that is another matter but methinks tis for her to come to us not we to her alas mother what odds does that make much said eli tell her we are over many to come to her and bid her hither the sooner the better 
when dennis was gone eli owned it was a bitter pill to him when that lass shall cross my threshold all the mischief and misery she hath made here will seem to come in adores in one heap but what can i do wife we must hear the news of gerard i saw that in thine eyes and felt it in my own heart and she is backed by our undutiful but still beloved son and so is she stronger than we and brings our noses down to the grindstone the sly cruel jade but never heed we will hear the letter and then let her go unblessed as she came unwelcome make your mind easy said catherine she will not come at all and a tone of regret was visible shortly after reichert who had been hourly expected arrived from amsterdam grave and dignified in his burgher's robe and gold chain ruff and furred cap and was received not with affection only but respect for he had risen a step higher than his parents and such steps were marked in medieval society almost as visibly as those in their staircases admitted in due course to the family council he showed plainly though not discourteously that his pride was deeply wounded by their having deigned to treat with margaret brant i see the temptation said he but which of us hath not at times to wish one way and do another this threw a considerable chill over the old people so little kate put in a word vex not thyself dear reichert mother says she will not come all the better sweetheart i fear me if she do i shall hie me back to amsterdam here dennis popped his head in at the door and said she will be here at three on the great dial they all looked at one another in silence end of section fifty five recording by john brandon